0: Hey and welcome to Heat of Waves, I'm your host, Mr. Brad Stone, aka the biggest Packers fan you ever knew, and if any of my friends are listening, they know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Today's show is a little bit different than normal, I'm going to talk about my Green Bay Packers because uh, there's just so much to talk about with this off-season and training camp starting and and the off-season season Of what is, you know, drafting and everything that they've done this year just to uh, possibly improve that horrid defense. Uh, First of all, I'm going to talk about their record and I'm going to predict it the best that I can. Now, with that said, I see the Packers easily going 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. I know a lot of you are going to be like, oh, whatever, whatever. What if this happens? This happens, this happens. Well, I'm saying 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 based on. Everyone's staying healthy most of the year. You know, Rodgers staying healthy the whole season. This is Rogers' whole season being healthy. You know, no injuries to Rogers. That's 11-5, 12-4 easily. Now these games that I'm talking about that are losses is gonna possibly be at the Patriots because one, it's just so incredibly hard to win there in Foxborough. But two, it's even harder now that Tom Brady's getting into the end of his career, right? They're not just gonna let him lose these games like He flat out lost the Super Bowl off of a great defense that the Eagles had, so, you know, I get that. Now, our defense is not the same, so I think he would have a heyday with our defenses unless these guys just really get some chemistry going with the Packers defense. I mean, we've got a lot of rookies, a lot of young guys, young talent that are great guys, like Josh Jackson, that was a great pickup, Jair Alexander, another great corner. Now, these are two of the best corners in the game And my only thing is, I hope that they get it down, this NFL transition, because it's so much faster and smarter, and they're so much stronger in the NFL than you are in the NCAA. So I hope their transition goes well, those two guys, because we really need them to step up. We've had no corners. We've had no defense. So that's why I'm saying that Tom Brady can easily pick us apart. He's a great quarterback. I'm not going to lie and say he's not. He's one of the best. At surgeon, you know, he's a good surgeon. He's he's him and Rogers just pick people apart. You give them enough time and in a shitty defense. But another game that I could possibly easily see them losing is at Rams. I mean, Los Angeles Rams have gotten so much better, even better than what they were last year. What are they, thirteen and three or twelve and four last year? And that defense was monstrous last year. And now they went out in the off season and got you know great guys of cornerbacks. You know, uh, it's it. Peters, Marcus Peters plays over there now with a quib Tlaib, right? And then who's over there? I mean, that's just ridiculous to add that onto their di- defense that was already monstrous. I'm uh, pretty sure uh, Sue went there, whatever. But good grief, man. That's that's scary. I don't... You know, Rodgers... God, I hope they can keep him upright. That's all I... You know, they got a good pass rush there. It's ridiculous there. Now they got even better secondary help, so good look out man the Rams mark my words the Rams are gonna be very good this year defensively I mean they already were last year but even better but another game I could see losing is at Vikings look I'm not scared of Kirk Cousins anyway I don't think he's that great of a quarterback so and I don't think Vikings quarter or Vikings fans are very sold on the quarterback as of right now they have to be because he's the starter I mean, you just – they have to. they got to try to believe in him, right, because he is the starter and he just – got to figure something out there and, and just, you know, roll with the whatever. But I, I don't think Kirk Cousins is the man there. I think they should have kept Case Keenum. I mean, he already had a and ass season with them last year. Why not keep him and, and see if he could do it another year instead of shipping him off and paying – And giving a guy $84 million guaranteed that wasn't that great last year and threw a lot of interceptions in those last three or four games. So that's not really something you want. But, I mean, it's just their defense is just so good. The Vikings' defense is so good. So that's why I could possibly see losing at the Vikings. But, you know, maybe not. But another game I could see possibly losing is that and and I hate to say it because we whooped them last year or beat them last year or whatever, but as the Seahawks, they're just their offenses can just either blow you away real quick, or they just take forever to get going. But then the defense steps up, and I'm not real worried about their defense. The, Seah- the Seahawks uh, defense—they're not that great this year, to be totally honest with you. I think they're above average. Of course, they're always a good defense. You have to look out for them. And you have to account for that team. It is a Legion of Boom or whatever you know for a reason, but. They're a scary defense, but it's just Russell Wilson and, and their offense that could just get going. But we did still, you know, they're tied in Jimmy Graham, so, I mean, that could be a flip-flop game. It just depends on how the Packers play at Seattle, and that's that's why it's a big thing that I think maybe they could possibly lose that game, but maybe not, you know, because it's at Seattle is why. It's tough to play there. It really is. But uh, moving on from the the record, I just... Here's my problem every year as a Packers fan, and I think a lot of you guys, if you are a Packers fan, or even if you're not, maybe you just kind of watch them from time to time, is a lack of picking up defensive players, whether it's in the off-season of free agency, they just you know the Packers just don't go out and sign people. They did get Muhammad Wilkerson, but you know, he's he's getting a little older and he's a good defensive lineman, you know. I, I like that. It's a good pickup. He's a strong guy, but he's going to have to transition well to that defense and, and the new coaching defense or defensive coordinator or whatever since Dom Cabers is finally the fuck out of there. God, thank God. I know everybody's happy about that. Maybe there's a few people that are Packers fans that aren't happy, but damn it, I am. That guy annoyed me. First few years, you know, when... Like uh, you know, Charles Woodson was still good and in, in his prime there. I mean, that's that's when I liked the Dom Capers defense. But now it's just like no, it doesn't work for a aging Clay Matthews that's obviously slowing down and not playing to the cr- crazy and just f- you know phenomenal potential that he had coming into the you know his. NFL career, he was just balling for Green Bay like the first, what, five seasons and now he's tremendously slowed down and it scares me because we really need Clay Matthews to step up. That's another part of the defense. We have no linebackers. We have no cornerbacks. But I think the the biggest thing is to the Packers, problem is that they need a good defensive line. Like they have Mike Daniels, which is a beast and uh, shoot, now he's uh, skipping my mind here but the boy from LSU or whatever that's next to him. Uh, dang it, he's right there in the tip of my tongue. But anyway, uh, I, I wish that they could just get a few more guys that could get some push on that front line because it's all about the front defensive line. If you get a push and you get a guy that get, breaks through that offensive line blocking, what happens? He's getting to the quarterback. He's hurrying the quarterback. He's hitting the quarterback or he's sacking the quarterback and making an ill-advised throw, an early throw, which could lead to interceptions and you name it, which makes your secondary look even better. And that's what the Packers need. They need a front defensive line push. And I I wish they would have just got one really good guy. Like, man, would have killed for an Aaron Donald, but that would have cost too much. But, uh, yeah, um, I wish they could just fix the defense. Being a Packers fan, it it kills you to watch it. But they won't, you know, they'll go and do it through the draft. And I think the draft is where it's at that's going to help. Yeah, it does. I mean, there's some good players you're gonna pick out there, but it is so hard to transition from college football into the NFL and be a baller right away, unless you're just made for it, unless you just have true skill. You know, guys that just come out of college and just kill it on defense. I mean, look at—I was just talking about Marcus Peters earlier. Now I'm gonna bring him up again. The kid from college to his first season and playing with the Chiefs. What do you get? Like eight picks or some shit? His fucking rookie year. I mean, there's a baller. That guy's a baller. He's a, he's a shutdown corner. But you just don't find that many great defensive players like that that go from college to NFL that just become great players first year. I mean, it usually takes a year because, it's like I said, it's a big transition. And the Packers need to quit doing that. Draft and develop bullshit. Yeah, you can draft and develop some guys. But not every single year. That shouldn't be your philosophy every fucking year. And that's the downfall of the Packers. We have no defense because of that. Let's go get some guys out of the draft. Let's draft all defensive guys. It doesn't even matter if they did to me. But you to do that is like they're thinking, it's like, oh, let's just get a bunch of defensive guys. We'll draft them. We'll develop them behind the guys we got now. But yet it's not working, is it? No. We're falling behind. We're uh, 25th, 26th, 27th, 28th in fucking past defense. And yards given up on whether it's running or it fucking passing. You name it. Because there's, we have no secondary. We have no big-time linebackers that we could go out and buy easily. But we're not. It's like we're... I don't know what they're doing there. And I think this year... Here, let me add something else on to it. I think McCarthy's on the fucking hot seat this year. Because if you remember, during the, off, or the during the uh, season last year, they very quietly gave him a year extension, right? Right? And I, I'm not sure why because Aaron Rodgers went down and we just sucked. We were what seven and nine, just horrible last year. Had missed the playoffs for the first time since you know 2008 when he became a starter, Aaron Rodgers. But I wish they just get a defense around us, and that would add to everything. Because look, let's let's admit it. Rodgers is the greatest quarterback in the game right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're a fucking Tom Brady fan. You have to admit that is the greatest thrower of the football. Whether it's off balanced. play action and all that stuff but i don't know i wish like i said from the beginning get this team of defense and look out because rogers is tired of playing from behind look he's got the skill set like i was saying the greatest thriller of the game right now in every aspect like i was just saying but i mean he could he could score almost Every time, as long as, like I said, barring any injuries from any, any other players like Cobb and Jerome Allison and and uh, Jimmy Graham and Devontae Adams, if those guys all stay healthy, he's got the greatest core of wide receivers and tight end offense. That's all covered. That's great. That's Grant. You know, that's fucking butter right there. We got three good running backs as long as they all stay healthy too. And Aaron Jones and Ty Montgomery and... Uh, it's just ridiculous i mean yeah a boy is suspended for two games but we'll be fine without him as long as the other two running backs stay healthy and, and do what they did last year i mean we don't need a 1000 yard rusher we don't need that when we have three a three-headed monster that could easily all get 5 yard 100 yards you know especially the way uh, mike mccarthy does his Running back situation, he's always breaking them up. And here, you get this amount of carries, and you get these, and I'll give you these. And whoever's got the hotter hand, then he stays with them. He's like he's testing everybody out, which I like it in a way, but in a way I don't. But hey, whatever. Well, like I said, the offense is there. Rodgers is tired of playing from behind, so it'd be nice if he could, you know, get the first possession in the game, go out there and score a touchdown, and boom, we're up 7 0. And the defense, you know, three and out or just stops them or holds them till at least a field goal. So we're up 7-3 on the next drive. And then we go down there and boom, he scores again. We're up 14-3. We're 14 zip. You know, that's that's what Rodgers wants. He's tired of going out there and being like, okay, we're gonna defer and kick it off. And then they what do they do? They go all the way down there and they score. Whoever it is goes down there and scores against our weak ass defense. And we're down seven-0. Rodgers are already down seven-o and have to come back. It's it's stupid. Why are we kicking off the ball if we can't defend? You know? We shouldn't defer the kickoff if we can't defend the fucking play no matter who it is cuz we gave up so many of those first quarter first drive scores whether it's a touchdown or a field goal to teams last year and it's just it's it's so so ridiculous to watch. Roger you're wasting Roger's talent and his career by not putting a defense around him. Buy a fucking defense, okay? Buy a fucking defense. Or, you know, trade for somebody. I mean, goodness gracious, they never trade for anyone. But I like the Jimmy Graham coming here. So let me switch it up from defense to offense. I love the Jimmy Graham coming over here to Green Bay. I do. I love it. As long as he stays healthy. He's a tremendous... Look, last year he had 10 touchdowns. He was the biggest red zone target. Yeah, he only had like 500 and something yards, 520 receiving yards. But if we spread him out wide, and not only just you know leave him as a blocking tight end and coming off and you know getting open like that, because we already picked up Mercedes Lewis, which is a great blocking tight end, so put him out there as well, and split out, you know, put him in motion and split out Jimmy Graham out wide, and you're going to get a good production of 60, 70 catches in seven, eight hundred yards, and easily those 10 touchdowns as well, because they're not going to be able to guard Devonte Adams, which had double digit touchdowns last year too. That's a guy that's led the league in the last two years over touchdown catches, and uh, versus. And then you got Randall Cobb in the slot. Yeah, he's not as good as he was, but he's still a threat and a quick threat over the middle to catch a pass. And you got Jimmy Graham over there, and you got maybe even Mercedes Lewis. After he blocks, he comes off in a little flat route, and you got him open too. I mean, there's just so much you got to look out for. And then we got all these young guys and wide receiver, so it's just, it's a great thing I, as long as this. You know, offense stays healthy. They're going to be a force to reckon with. Mark my words, I don't care who you are. I'm not just being biased with my Packers team, but they have a really good offense. Whether it's running the ball, play action, or, you know, passing. But I think they need to learn, work on the deep ball now that we've lost and let go of you know, Jordy Nelson to the Raiders. Because there goes our deep ball guy. He was everything. I mean, he, he led the league in the most 20-plus-yard touchdown catches or 20-plus-yard catches over the last few years, but hey, whatever. you got to move on from uh, guys every now and then, but I think I'm done rambling on about the Packers. I'd like to see them go 11-5, 12-4. I think it's easily could be done. If anybody has any disagreements or anything to comment on the, on this show, and if you've been listening through the whole episode of me just going crazy here on the Green Bay Packers because I love them so much, and that's just my team. That's what I do. Uh, let me know. Call into the show. Leave me a voice message. Let me know what you think about the... This uh, particular episode and uh, maybe what you would add differently to the Green Bay Packers squad. Or uh, maybe you just want to talk Green Bay Packers to something cool about them or whatever it may have been. Maybe you went to a game or something like that. But uh, I'm your boy, Mr. Bradstone. Thanks for listening to my Packers edition uh, episode. And, uh, hit me up and uh, I'll be back with another episode maybe tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Heat the Waves, out. Mr. Bradstone, I'm going to have to say something (laughs) about the typical equation because I just heard your whole Green Bay Packers edition radio show just now. And my only thing is about your Green Bay Packers, I agree that they can either go 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 for whichever reason and for whatever tranquility that you have. If your team is ever going to go In one of those records, they need to fix the defense. And somehow you have to regulate on how Aaron Rodgers will be capable of playing at the same particular level. And that is my strange concern to whichever reason and whichever clout. Give me a shout out. I will give you a typical answer. Hey, Earl J. It's Mr. Brad Stone, man. What's up? Uh, getting back to you on that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers stuff. Uh, now, let's remember last time Aaron Rodgers got hurt like this after he got hurt with a collarbone injury the first time. The next season he came out and had MVP-like stats. Check that out, man. So here's all I'm saying is I think he's going to come back stronger, hungrier, and more fierce than ever and straight up light up for one Chicago week one. And he's going to come back this season and be great. It's just the downfall of the Green Bay Packers has always been their defense is what I was saying. So Aaron Rodgers is going to come back and do his thing. He's the greatest quarterback there is right now, hands down. So I don't know, man. Mr. Bradstone's out.